Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here. Hope the day's going great for you. I saw this quote a couple days ago and kind of, you know, made me think about a lot of stuff. So I wanted to roll with it here this episode. And the quote is, will your older self thank you for what you're doing now? So you'll see how this relates here pretty soon. But before we jump into that, I want to talk to you about a golf tournament that I got to play in this weekend. <laughs> it was so fun. I haven't played in a serious golf tournament. Oh, man. I mean, it feels like three or four years now. So I got invited to play in a member guest tournament at a country club in Marysville, California. So anybody local who's listening, it was a course called Peachtree. And I had no idea Marysville was notorious for growing peaches, but it is. I even met a guy that's a peach farmer in Marysville. (laughs) But golf is also just really relevant in what I wanted to talk about today. And you're going to see why here in a little bit. But I want to tell you about this tournament first. It was super lucky that I even got invited. A buddy of mine, he's actually a member out there, and he already had his guest partner all set up, but one of his friends um, had his partner bail at the last minute, so lo and behold, I got the call to go play, which I played a lot of golf back in the day. When I was a little kid growing up in the good old Pueblo of Tucson, Arizona, my parents, they used to drop me off at the golf course when I was little in the summertime. It'd be 125 degrees out. (laughs) I would just play all day long. I'd walk the course over and over and over until I got picked up later that night. And it was the best thing in the world. I got to exercise. I was outside. I loved it. The golf course was a safe place for me to hang out as a younger kid. And I just got to work on my game a ton. It was really fun. So this tournament, it was a pretty legit setup. It wasn't, you know, just a big scramble where um, all four players hit the ball from the same spot and you try to shoot 20 under on 18 or anything like that. <laughs> it was actually a two-person match play setup. So both partners play each hole to the entirety. You you play your whole ball, your own ball, the entire hole, and you take the best score between the two of you, and then you put it against the best score of the other two people that you're playing against, and whoever wins the hole gets a point. So we got to play five nine-hole matches in two days. That's not even including the horse race, which I'm going to get into here in a minute, and it's not even including the practice round. So we played a ton of golf in two days. I was actually sore after the first day of golf. I, it's been a long time since I've been sore from playing golf. It was kind of funny. To the horse race, I want to tell you guys about this because it was so much fun. I've never done a horse race in golf. As much golf as I've played, never done it, never even really heard of it. But basically what happens, if you don't know, the horse race, it was a different side pot than the actual tournament. So you put your money in if you wanted to play in it, and you got a random partner drawn for you. 
So there ended up being a total of 32 teams that were playing in the horse race. 16 teams started on number one and 16 teams started on number 10. Now, all 16 teams, they go up to the tee box, and then one by one, you would pick whether you wanted to tee off or your partner was going to tee off. And then from there, you would play alternating shots. So every other time that you hit the ball, the opposite person had to take the shot. So imagine, after all 16 people tee off, there's now 32 people walking down the fairway looking for their team's golf balls plus there were other members just riding along in the golf carts watching too and believe it or not the beverage cart lady was following us too (laughs) it was so dang hectic so we decided to have my partner tee off first so i could hit it on the green from there well he pulled his drive pretty dang hard left i mean it was going way left towards the trees and somehow I don't know how, by the grace of God, it smacked the middle of the tree, dead center in the middle, and it ricocheted 100 yards forward and right back, almost into the middle of the fairway. It was so funny. We ended up being so far ahead of everybody else's drives. It was very, very lucky. Now, with everybody in the fairway, just like normal golf, you play furthest out to in. So before every time you hit, you have to call out your team number. That way, the score guy could keep track of everybody's scores. It took us an hour and a half to play the first hole. (laughs) But my partner and I made a par on hole one, so luckily we made it through the cut. Basically how it worked was they would take four teams away after the first hole. Then we played hole two. They would take away another four teams, so down to eight. After hole three, they took away five teams, and then the final three teams got to play the fourth hole going for the win. My partner and I, we parred the second hole, made the cut again, so we got into the Elite Eight. Um, the third hole was a long par three, water short right, and I was up to hit the tee shot. I hit it on the green, but we three-putted for bogey. So I thought we were done. I was like, ah, oh, they're, they're eliminating five out of the eight teams here. We're probably in trouble. Somehow, again, a couple teams went in the water, a couple errant tee shots. There were basically two teams that parred, and then there was us that bogeyed, and there was one team that all they had to do was two-putt in order to beat us and knock us out. Well, they ended up four-putting somehow. I don't know how it happened. And we just got so lucky again. We were the third team, the the worst team that made the cut. Um, So we made the final three. We made it to the last hole. And I was kind of laughing, you know. It's hard not to laugh when somebody four-putts. But I also felt a little bit bad. It was was, kind of brutal. But again, super lucky. So we're on the last hole. Three teams left to win the whole thing. And it was a long par five, which I got to tee off again first and hit a good tee shot. We made par and we won the horse race. It was really, really a fun deal. So I like to call myself a pretty good golfer. I got the opportunity to play in high school and got to play in college. And really, I've played most of my life, like I said earlier. When I play with new people, a lot of times they'll ask me, Hunter, how long have you been playing? And I tell them, you know, uh, most of my life. I, I really didn't start tournament golf till I was in like eighth grade or so, but I've always hit golf balls at least and their response 99% of the time is man you're so lucky I wish I would have started playing earlier on it's so hard to get to where I want to be now with golf I don't have that much time to get better and it just takes so much longer to get good when you're older (laughs) and I mean it's really the same with most sports but golf's just a funny one because it's such a tough game if you don't have the fundamentals ingrained in you from an early stage it can just be a lot harder to get really good but luckily from how much I played when I was young Even if I don't play for six or eight months now, I can get it back together relatively quickly. But it was years and years and years of ingraining those fundamentals and working on my game that really allowed me to be able to play like I do today. 
And I'm really thankful for that. I'm glad that I spent the time when I didn't have so many other things going on. And I'm thankful that I was fortunate enough to even have the opportunity to play so much when I was younger because it really paid off for me now. So again, this can go for literally anything in life, but I just want you to think about your finances right now and your financial goals. Will your older self thank you for what you're doing now? Now, with all the different people that I meet and all the different people that I talk to about their financial goals, one of the most common statements that I hear is, ah, Hunter, I really wish I would have started this earlier. You know, all of a sudden they see the light at the end of the tunnel and they see where they're trying to get to and they realize that if they would have started earlier on, they would be that much closer to reaching that goal. But really the funny thing too is I hear people say that who are 25 and I hear people say that who are 50. The age doesn't really matter. The goal doesn't even really matter. It's just a very common theme for people to think, man, had I been more disciplined earlier on, had I started this plan earlier on, had I really grinded earlier on, I would be so much closer to where I want to be right now. But at the time, they didn't have the confidence that that was the right move or they didn't have the discipline and they didn't have somebody holding them accountable to do the things that they said they wanted to do. In my mind, it's really similar to standing on the 18th tee box on your weekend round with all of your friends, you know, and you're you're up on the match and your buddy's gonna press you on hole 18. So all you have to do is make par on the final hole and you take all their money. Should be an easy goal, right? But then all the thoughts start creeping in and if you play any golf at all, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The oh man, I haven't hit this driver straight all day long, or oh, I wish I knew where this is going to go. I hope I don't sky it 100 yards straight up into the air. Instead of having the confidence that you're just going to rope it up the middle because you've worked on that forever and you've worked on your swing. You trust your swing and you trust the process that you've went through. I want you to have that feeling of confidence for your financial goals also, that Obviously, it's going to work. I've been working on this for so long. I've been disciplined. I've been practicing and I've had a process I've been following and training on. There's no chance that I'm not going to reach this goal that I have for myself. And I want you to feel that what you're doing right now, today, this week, this month, your older self is going to look back and thank you and appreciate you for the hard work that you're putting in on all these goals that you have. That's a level of confidence that I know I can help you to achieve. So when you're ready to jump on a call together and go over your goals and go over the path that you need to take to get there, make sure you go to my website at hunterlowry.com and you can schedule a call with me right on my personal calendar. I'd love to go over all that with you and help you out. And worst case, hopefully this lit a fire under you a little bit to get to the driving range and work on straightening out that driver. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support and have a great rest of your day. <laughs>